0: now come to the last three verses of the letter of Peter in this episode 1st Peter 1st Peter chapter 5 verse 12 to 14 and his final instruction for the believers including us is to stand firm in the true grace of God let me read to us these verses by Silvanus a faithful brother as I regard him I have written briefly to you Exhorting and declaring that this is the true grace of God, stand firm in it. See who is at Babylon, who is likewise chosen, sends you greetings, and so does Mark, my son. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peter mentioned here two individuals, Silvanus or Silas and John Mark. As he closes this letter, he acknowledges these two companions with him in ministry. The first one is Silvanus or Silas. Silas either wrote the letter while Peter dictated it to him, or he was the one who delivered the letter to the churches. In either case, Peter has commended Silvanus as a faithful brother. He called him a faithful brother. Faithfulness is one of the qualities very important in a Christian one of the important principles in ministry is to let somebody in charge of a ministry because we find him faithful, not because to make him faithful. As Luke said in Luke 16 verse 10, one who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. So Peter needed somebody who is faithful to help him as an apostle in his ministry. And there's another guy who he mentioned here, John Mark, and he considered him his son, not in actual sense, but spiritually. At one time, this John Mark once quit on a missionary journey, causing the rift between Paul and Barnabas. Now, John Mark is a cousin of Barnabas, and Paul... Did not agree that they will bring John Mark, who quit um, at one time in their missionary journey. So Paul differed with Barnabas, and these differences or this difference made a um, strong rift between the two. So Paul considered John Mark's unfit to bring into the next journey, but Barnabas said, We can bring him. So that's how this. Two big leaders, Paul and Barnabas, split. But later on, Paul found that John Mark was useful in the ministry. We can read that in Colossians the 4, verse 10. So it's understandable that Peter has an affinity with John Mark. He called him his son, like him, like John Mark. He failed, but he was restored. Why is it that? Peter has an affinity with John Mark because Peter also was a failure, but he was restored by the Lord. So our lesson for today, when we look into the lives of John, Mark, and Peter, is that no failure today needs to be final. And it's not right of people who are discouraged and stopped. And sometimes we look at them and said, oh, they are a failure. Maybe at this moment, they are struggling. They are in the lowest portion of their lives. But let's find a way that we could help them to recover, to stand on their feet again and be restored, just like John Mark. So after he mentioned these two individuals, Peter concluded this letter exhorting us once again to stand firm in the true grace of God. Stand firm in it. In light of the persecutions and sufferings, that the believers had underwent or had experienced during the time, they needed to be firm. In the same manner, in light of the difficulties and problems that you are experiencing today, we need to be firm because of the grace of God. This grace mentioned here is from God. The grace that saves us, the same grace may sustain us. As Paul declared in 2 Corinthians 8, verse 9 For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. So we are rich because of what Christ did. And since we are rich, we should not live as paupers, spiritual paupers, but we should act as one. We should live richly spiritually. The grace of God must be appropriated by faith. How can we appropriate the grace of God? It's only by faith. Let us believe that we are spiritually rich. By the grace of God, we could be strong in our weakness. So in times of Satan's attack and we have difficulties and we felt sometimes that we are weak, let's appropriate the truth that we are rich in Christ so that in this weakness... We become strong. So we could testify with Paul who said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 to 10. Remember, Paul had a thorn in the flesh. He prayed for three times that God will remove it from him. And God did not remove it from him. Instead, the Lord assured him that his grace will be sufficient. So that Paul said here, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8 to 10. My grace is sufficient for you, God said to him. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So my dear friends and brethren in the Lord, as we close this letter, May it be that this will always reverberate in our hearts, stand firm in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have a reason to stand firm because we are rich because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. God does not intend to remove the problems. God does not intend to remove the mountain, but he intends to strengthen our faith by his grace so that we can climb our mountains. Let us pray. Father, thank you for the truth today. As we close the book, this book, Lord, we are so thankful for the reminder that you are gracious. Your grace is more than sufficient so that we can stand firm in it. Thank you that despite the hardships and difficulties that we are facing, we have the, this truth that we can lean on and cling upon that you are gracious, that you could be strong during times of weakness that in times of difficulties we we will be uh, experiencing the the strength from the lord and lord make me that we will not be hearers of your word but be the of it in jesus name we pray amen